Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that explores themes of personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our coterie of ambitious vampires fights to carve out their turf in a fictional Appalachia dominated by ancient monsters. I'm Josh, and I play Clear Visions, the auspicious auger Toreador. I'm Russell. I play Gordon, the holy Lissambra. This is Ben, and I play Tommaso, the very frustrated Putanesca. This is Nick, and I play Jason, the ward piercer. Clear Visions, you used auger last week. I did. I, I forgot a new word. I was impressed by it once. <laughs> <laughs> you... <sighs> I know, I wanted a B, and couldn't get a good one. If anybody, I needed to crowdsource it, and I forgot. We should have. I'm disappointed in myself. We'll crowdsource it next time. You're losing five podcasting points. Five podcast points are lost. Well, I'm already at an F, so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us this evening. I am Mike, your storyteller. Why doesn't our coterie tell us what happened last time on Monster Game Night? The coterie started on Clear Vision's fabulous tour bus, uh, where uh, my driver terrence gave a gift to a young jason we rolled up on this absolutely decrepit looking bridge i mean i don't think that thing could have held the bus but somehow it made it over when we got to jamestown my friend sniffs the exhaust and his friends showed up uh, and i updated the deal with the coterie we only have to give them 10 of our kind and sneak them into jamestown you realize you could have run and hid over in the woods right you didn't have to stay there and just stand out there like a gamuk. I got a bum leg. <laughs> I think he tried and he failed. <laughs> you could have done what I did and just snuck up on uh, sneaks, or Sniffs the Exhaust and, uh, you know, scared the shit out of him. Make him sniff another kind of exhaust, you know what I said? <laughs> or make him shit his pants, one or the other. Step on my joke. <laughs> <laughs> and while that was going on, I did uh, sneak off to find a thin spot in the ward where I could allow us to pass through it. Are you sure that worked really well, by the way? Because, I mean, that took a lot out of me. Like, a lot. I thought you were stronger than that. I am stronger than that. It also made me rather holy. I'm also asleep right now. Yes, yes you are. Yeah, that's a problem, too. We're gonna have to do something about that. We pick up with our coterie standing on the banks of the Wildcat River. It rings Jamestown. The city of Jamestown beckons beyond. We can see lights. All of our coterie is covered in water and muck from having waded and walked across the Wildcat River, and Gordon is laying face down in the river in torpor. How are you planning, or do you plan to get Gordon's body out of the river? (laughs) Um, hey, so... I'm gonna poke him with a stick. That's not good, and... (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't go back in there. Like I, I barely made it through myself. Like trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm starving over here now. Uh, kid, you might want to go take care of that. Got a fishing pole or anything like that? It was on the bus. <laughs> we both cleared this pretty easy. Let's just drag him out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that I would be more of a hindrance in that. So useful. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Let's go. <laughs> Both of you give me a roll of humanity. Subtract two dice from your pool. So while they both start ra- raising around in the river, I'm going to stand on the shore. I'm going to take reach into my 
goat pocket. I'm going to pull out my favorite feeding method of a bag of blood. I'm going to rip that bad boy open and go to town. Just slurp that thing like a go-gurt. You got it. And that restores one hunger for Tommaso. <clears throat> I just got two successes. I got four. <laughs> Clear visions. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you were really, really smart at first when you were saying, I would be more of a hindrance. <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> Clear vision's hunger increases by four. What? Is- I'm at five. <laughs> <laughs> I was only at one. I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. Jason, your hunger. I got two people to drag out of this room. Increases by two. Oh, clear vision's is not in torpor. He's just at five hunger. <laughs> but Jason's only at three hunger. I gained one. Yep. You drag Gordon's body. Drag Gordon now. From the river, lift him off the spike of rock that caught him. He is in torpor right now. (laughs) Now you gather that he'll awaken on his own in about a week. A week? Oh, we can't have that. (laughs) I'm not carrying him around for a week. We got to (laughs) find him. Oh, no, we're definitely not. We're waking him up right now. Yeah, we got to get him out of this right now. I pull that baggie back out of my bag. (laughs) 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 Kind of wet my finger and uh, stick it in the bag. Get get some of that on. (laughs) Like a baby that's teething? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit around the gums. (laughs) I'm just going to rub it around in his gums. (laughs) It's a shame that crystal meth does nothing to a kindred. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that was a failed experiment. Then I pull out a bag of blood. (laughs) You're going to waste that on him? Seriously? Uh, I've got a few more. I'm okay. Okay, good, because I'm going to need some too. So, Gordon, you awaken to the unpleasant sensation of what was once hot blood being poured down your throat. You can hear the sound of water splashing around you, and you can hear activity and movement and cars driving in the distance as Jamestown is surprisingly awake at this time of night. You've come in on the northern edge of the city. You know that where you're staying is about a 30-minute walk from where you are right now, and there's about 20 minutes left until dawn. What do you wish to do? Hey there, buddy. Welcome back. Get off me. (laughs) <laughs> Let me go. All right. Uh, we are running out of time here, so uh, maybe we should run. So I'd like to do a quick look around to see if anyone was watching us. All right. Wits plus insight. Got it. Well, you put that together. Is anyone else doing anything? I would also like to see if there's anyone around to specifically feed upon. Still just wits plus insight. You're still just looking for food. One success. One success. Starting off strong. Doesn't appear. Also, how many hunger dice did he put in that pool? All of them. All of them were hunger dice. Fantastic. Two successes. At this very moment, there is somebody watching, sitting back from the banks, quite a ways, about a hundred feet. You see a car with a man seated inside of it, clearly looking out at the spectacle of this bedraggled group wading and thrashing across the Wildcat River. I'm going to start making my way over to the car. I also approach. I would also like to approach. I'm going to try to stealthily do this. (laughs) 
I'm going to walk straight up. <laughs> There's no point in stealthing. Same. Us. I'm going to Is start. Is the car running? The car does appear to be running, yes. I'm going to start waving my hands and yelling, help, help. I'm going to yell out, oh, God, my leg. This, this gentleman saved me after I fell into the river. Help. Add two dice to your pool for this. Manipulation, persuasion. With a specialty in subtle lies. I agree. That's nine successes. Oh, <laughs> nine successes. Uh, I got four successes. You see and hear the car begin rolling forward. And there is a moment as, is he driving away from you? Off into the night, have you frightened him away? And no, he's pulling the car closer toward you. He comes within about 10 feet. You see the headlights of the car are shining in your face. You're on the outskirts of the city. You can see that you are nearby a couple of warehouses and fairly large industrial-looking buildings. You hear him open the door of the car and step out. He is a middle-aged man with sandy blonde hair, square-rimmed glasses, a white shirt rolled up to his elbows, khakis, steps out, walks over. Oh my god, I can get them to the hospital. Yes, please, please. Can we also see your cell phone? Can we, like, call and and let them know we're coming? Of course. He hands you his cell phone. Sir, thank you. All I know is we were uh, talking with some bikers, and then we were just in the water. I, I don't know what happened. I've never been here before, but my grandson thought, you know, I just wanted to show him the local college. I don't know about it if there's going to be bikers here. Tommy or Jason or... Clark, you know, I'm really confused. Just calm down, oh, no. all right? This, this nice man, he's going to help us, okay? <laughs> the man steps forward, and he places his arm around you and his shoulder underneath of Clear Visions, and clearly trying to take your weight onto his body and walk you over towards the back of his car. And I immediately bite him in the neck. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> um, he is totally unprepared for that. I don't think that... I am going to have you roll uh, Strength Brawl. I'm going to rouse. I can't even rouse the blood of my five. <laughs> Let me roll my one dice. You, The difficulty on this is extremely low because he's unprepared. I hope it's one. <laughs> <laughs> I got one success. <laughs> that is enough in this context because you have deceived him to get close enough. Clear Visions, I need you to roll your willpower pool against Frenzy. I need to roll that as well, don't I? Yes. We are feeding at Hunger 5, and we are smelling blood at Hunger 5. So, Clear Visions, you're rolling against Frenzy. Okay, and that, it's just our willpower pool? It's your uh, willpower plus one-third of your humanity rounded down. But your willpower pool has replenished since our last session. That would be seven successes. Seven successes. Very nice. You... I crit, by the way. Nice. It doesn't mean anything on a frenzy roll, except that you're really good at resisting frenzy. Unfortunate. Which does suit the mental image I have of Gordon, that he keeps a pretty tight lock on himself. What does it need? What is the difficulty? The difficulty for you is four. I got three. Oh, God. So there is an uncomfortable moment as Clear Visions, this potentially... Good Samaritan who came to your aid, that doesn't matter right now. What matters is Clear Visions is starving, and Clear Visions is beautiful and important, and he will make the world beautiful 
And if that costs one little mortal life, so be it. Clear Visions, you lose control of yourself in Frenzy. Before he does that, is there a way I could have bit him and taken some of that to satiate my hunger? Yeah, you were supposed to share. (laughs) (laughs) Greedy bastard. So in Frenzy, you can spend one willpower, right? To like basically take control for one turn, absolutely. For one turn. So yeah. I think that, yes, I'm going to spend one willpower to be like, okay, I need to let Gordon get a little bit, but then the rest is mine. So, Gordon, you slake one hunger. Better than nothing. Clear visions. You are at one hunger after this. I'm not going to give you all the way to zero, even though you drained a life. That's fair. So, Tommaso went off and examined the car. While this was happening, he wasn't paying attention. He turns around once Clear Visions is finishing. I guess I know what I'm doing in the night tomorrow. Wonderful. Hey, Jason. You know what they say? No good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, you now just find can't... my handkerchief. I gotta wipe this up. <laughs> hey. You just couldn't control yourself, could you? Hey, hey, can well, I... let's, let's talk about this later. Let's yeah, hop I... in the car and go. Yeah, we ain't got time for this. Yes, yeah, we need a little to go. Grand Theft Auto. I'll pick up his body and I'll put it in the trunk. We should just chuck him in the river. No, nope. That's a good way to like have a manhunt. Nope. He's coming with us. All that, all that nasty pollution in there get ripped right up. He's coming with us. Okay. Tommaso, as you open up the trunk to place this corpse inside, you see that there's, is that a shotgun hung across the trunk? The fuck? Hey, this guy had a shotgun. Oh, good. I thought there was going to be more bodies in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go look at the shotgun. What's it loaded with? Uh, it is loaded with, it's a 12-gauge shotgun loaded with buckshot. Is it sawed off? No. Oh. <laughs> but... Right. You asked, you gotta wonder, who carries around a shotgun very carefully installed on their trunk? I'm gonna take the shotgun. Hey, hey, find his keepers. You want it? Okay, here. You can, right. lo- you can look at it, but I expect to get that back, by the way. Okay, the thing I find weird is, out in Appalachia, uh, they usually just keep those things just strung right up on their window. So why is it in his trunk? I think this is something we could think about while we sleep tonight. Yes. Let's uh, go. Yeah, we we need to get out of here. Okay. Who knows where we were supposed to be going because I forgot. Yeah, that that would be me. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. I'll, what? All right. I, I, say I, that. Who's going to drive? I'll, I'll navigate. Tom, Tommy j- tosses Jason the keys. Hey, I'm nav- not the driver. I'm just the navigator. I'll drive. Exactly. He's only got his temps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hand me the keys. There you go. Gordon. I need you to make a roll of intelligence technology. For what? <laughs> what? I hope it's a car bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this car, you notice, has push button start. God damn it. <laughs> How long have you been waiting for that? <laughs> a long time. All right, can I help with this? <laughs> yeah, that's a failure. How many successes is that? 
Zero. I have two dots. I, I can two help, right? Like, <laughs> you can help. Okay. <laughs> so add one more die. No, 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 no. You, you, you got to turn the key first. You press this button. First of all, there is no key if it's push to start. Exactly. That's one success. One success. Your bane severity is one at this time. Yep. So the vehicle shudders to life. The electronics complaining and groaning. You see the clock sparking the button itself. You can smell melted plastic coming from it a little bit. The fuck? Makes sense. Seriously, now is not the time, okay? This Look, a I'm piece hungry, of guys, okay? I'm sorry. You think I'm not? Not. Nah, you didn't. Are you holy? Uh, I'll hold my shirt up to him. Not in that way. That's what I thought. You should heal that. It should. Now, you have two destinations where you may want to go. You have... Actually, I mean, you could go anywhere. You have lots of places you could go. Uh, The cast and crew are staying at the Bluegrass Horse Park and Campground. That's where your trailers are. Though Jason may have another destination in mind. Jason, where are we going? Which one's closer? What's there. the other destination? You could make it to either of them. The other destination would be the faint public house. That's where Jason's contact is. They're really about equidistant from you right now. Not time for that. Get us to the crew. Yeah, yeah. We can meet whoever that is tomorrow. Yeah, we're meeting back up with uh with our bus. Yep. And it's more than a tour bus, but you drive through you're driving through a part of town that is slightly emptier than the rest of it you're on the outskirts of town still and you're actually headed further out of town so you kind of drove in followed the outskirts a little bit and then departed even further so you never really enter jamestown proper at this point you drive over to the bluegrass horse park and campground you are very relieved to see the crew trailers provided for you they are protected against sunlight. They're not particularly secure, but they're not insecure either in that the door does lock, the windows aren't tinted. They'd keep out a pesky teenager trying to get in, but if a fellow kindred really wanted to get inside, they could. Each of you has a trailer of your own that you can sleep in for your day. Is that what you wish to do? Damn, we got set up. How much time do we have left? A few minutes. Dawn <laughs> is on your heels. You can see. I'm starting to feel a tingle. <laughs> yeah, I was just checking. Um, so, Jason, I just wanted to say I'm really proud that you called it our tour bus. You're really just embracing us as a little family, aren't you? You know, sure, I always said I'm, it was anyway, my tour uh, bus. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this later. I'll so, go to bed, too. Right before I settle down for the morning, I take my phone out really quick, and I send off a text that just says, made it. I imagine I know who that text is going to. Yep. Clear Visions, you don't sleep in one of these trailers. You have your tour bus for that. Of course. Yes, it's much nicer. This is the Clear Visions show, after all. Come on, Teresa, let's go to Nest. Teresa, who would not be nocturnal without your help, 
is ready for bed as well. <laughs> uh, does she have something in her throat? Sounded kind of funny there. <laughs> she prefers exclusively the blood of the uh, the Abyssinian. That's what I've been giving her. <laughs> so, as the sun rises, our vampires begin their day sleep. Day passes. Clear visions. Your body double makes a few appearances. Presumably. And then the sun sets. Darkness comes. I need each of our coterie to make a rouse check. I succeed. I, I succeed as well. Fail. I succeed as well. Tommaso, this whole endeavor has been frustrating as hell. And Tommaso awakens, gets hungrier. Tell me about it. What do you wish to do as you awaken? You are, your trailers have been positioned at the center of the Clear Visions cast encampment, for lack of a better word. There is a large building in the heart of Jamestown that will be used for filming proper but it's not really nearby here. This is just the largest area they could find to keep all the cast. Tommaso is storming over to the tour bus and banging on the door to get inside. Um, how far away is Father Paulson? Father Paulson is on the other side of town. Would I notice any bars or anything near where we are? There's, uh, not, not near nearby. How far are you looking to travel? Like something I could walk to. There's nothing in walking distance. There are crew members, though, and as crew members of the Clear Visions tour experience, you are able to take certain privileges. I'm going to find someone who works in craft services. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> I'm going to say, I need some food brought to my trailer. I don't care what it is. I prefer Italian. <laughs> right away, Mr. Fletcher. Hey, old man, open up. It's unlocked. Good. <laughs> you see clear visions draped across his lounger. He's wearing a gold silk robe. I don't even look at him. Just, <laughs> yes. Just beeline right past him. I go to the back get the blood bags out and I rip into one. Oh, yeah. I need you to roll a d10 for me. Okay. No, what is the number? One. One. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I'm switching these out. <laughs> Bullshit. So that changes things. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> My original mechanic was that the number that you needed to roll was going to get higher and higher because that's a fair way to represent a decreasing inventory. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I'm going to give you advantage on that first roll and then we'll go from there. Okay. Because that I think it would be absurd to be like, you get... You have one. Yeah, they have <laughs> one. I'm going to be a little bit unfaithful to fiction. So give me one more roll of a D10. I'm switching these out. So hold on a second. Can't use the ones I gave you. That's okay. You know? Five. 
five. That is enough. Looks like you are about halfway through the stock of blood bags that the Camarilla sent you off with. Hey, I thought there were supposed to be more of these. What the hell? What happened? Do I need to make a preparedness roll or something for how many I had on me? Give me, yeah, um, intelligence plus resources. If this is, if you're a bagger, you could, it should actually probably be streetwise. So this is, this is kind of different. This is to see how many. Jason has a slightly different directive and purpose than the rest of the cast here. And so this is to see if he has his own private stockpile. Okay, you said intelligence plus resources. Resources. Does that include hunger dice? It should include a hunger die. Or how many hunger are you at? Three. It should include three hunger die. Uh, two. Two successes. You know that once you arrive at the haven that Lonnie has prepared for you, there will be about four blood bags waiting for you. Okay, but I don't have any on me right now. Well, I used one on Gordon. I think that was the one that you <laughs> okay. carried with you. Okay. Unless you think that Jason would keep one stuffed inside of his guitar. <laughs> uh, probably not. I was going to say, that's very Johnny Cash drug smuggling style, but... <laughs> you know, just the sword in there. <laughs> Tommy, I don't know what happened to those. You must have been real thirsty, because I don't touch that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure somebody sabotaged my ass as usual. Probably Rosetta. She looks thirsty. So, Gordon... Hey, Gordon, you uh, looking to share a meal? I mean, I'm in my trailer, waiting on my meal to come to me. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Hello? So... <laughs> Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping, how may I help you? Hey, I heard you got food coming. Yeah, uh, You looking to share your meal? Not particularly, but maybe we can get uh, a to-go bag for you. I say, why don't you text Craft Services and ask, ask for a meal to be brought to you? Or just brought here. Tell them you want... That's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll task them and have them bring me one to my trailer as well. All right. If you bring them here, I can make them forget. Okay. Sounds good to me. So, here's a question. I have a pre-exclusion to lawful people. Mm-hmm. Are any of these people lawful? You think I'd hire a cop? <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought that feeding from somebody outside of your prey exclusion just caught, not just, but costs a willpower. Yeah, that's, you can push through it. Yeah, that's my question. Are these people Roll lawful? 1d10 for me and tell me the result. It's a six. Six. They are lawful. I guess I'm going to spend a willpower to fight through it. A few moments later, there's a rap at the door. It swings open, and you see a young man carrying a breakfast tray, very well-appointed breakfast tray. It's weird that they're serving you breakfast at night, but he looks up and he says, Yeah, this is weird, but you know, they... I thought I asked for Italian. What, what, what is this? Italians eat breakfast. Yeah, but like I expected like some spaghetti and meat what? sauce. I just... Bring it in, bring it, it in. Don't Sit down me. the table. Listen... I'm so happy to meet you, and I'm so sorry that we're having a bad experience right now. That's okay, just forget all of this. Oh, okay. And then I take a chunk into his neck. Do I need to roll against Frenzy since I'm tasting blood? Do need to roll against Frenzy because you're tasting blood. Please don't freak out. Please don't freak out. You got this. You're okay. Don't forget it's unspent willpower. Uh Uh-huh. 
Just remember who you are. God, I wish I was there. That's four successes. Oh, you're good. Yeah. You're it. Yeah, that is enough. I'm only going to slake two, and then I'll take my saliva and close up the wounds. Thank you. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I'm there with you. Oh, you are in my trailer, aren't you? <laughs> Damn it. Hey, I okay. don't feel so good. That's okay. Just uh, go have some OJ, and you'll feel better. Can I have yours? Sure. Jason. Yes. You also received breakfast. It appears that the kitchen prepared breakfast for dinner. A young lady, blonde, fairly short, also holding a breakfast tray. All right, yes, come on in. You can just place it right there uh, next to the other one. And then I uh, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Lean in and... You are at feed. hunger three, correct? Yes. I will also slake two. Okay. I don't feel so good. Man, what did you guys put in this breakfast? Well, just take some... Take this orange juice and... You'll feel better later. Are you going to drink it? No, and neither will he. So our coterie with their appetites somewhat filled. What are you doing? So Tommy, what's the plan here? Where do we want to go first? Well, that's a good question. The kids seem to have a place he wanted to go last night. Oh, true. Uh, do you want to go round them up for me? I'll get changed and we'll just have a little meeting here. <sighs> Fine. I have a question. What is Clear Visions wearing under the robe? What do you think? I want to say nothing. Absolutely nothing. Come on. It's a solid gold G-string, baby. Yeah. <laughs> solid gold? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's heavy as hell. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, do, he doesn't have mortal concerns about money. So it's, it's really just like an elaborate cod piece, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. It just, it barely covers my 10-inch dick that I have in canon. <laughs> uh, canonically, it's 14 inches. Ah, uh, oh. yes. Oh. I was being... <laughs> no, I'm, old... so, I'm so glad you remember that. We were very clear on that point. An we old were. man 14-incher, that's just... Majestic. <laughs> All right. No, he probably has, like, some, I don't know, like, boxers with roses on them. They're very, very nice. That's very understated. I mean, I'm repping my clan, simple baby. You do you. So, set the stage for me. What are you guys doing together? I think we're all in the tour bus, dressed, and uh, sitting on the couches, uh, trying to decide where our next move is. I'm not sitting. I'm standing at the front. I imagine Clear Visions is still completing or straightening or primping. Oh, yeah. I'm actually uh, fixing up my tie as they come in. And I say, uh, oh, Jason, perfect timing. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about where you were thinking of going. Uh, yeah, there's this you place. I mean, I mean, share it with the group. I obviously know where we're going. And I was going to say it earlier, but... Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank right now. You remind me of what that place was called again? Oh, no, that's your job, you know. Yeah, I was going to just give anyway, you the credit. So- <laughs> Yeah, there's this place called the uh, Faint Public House. Uh, I have a contact there who uh, might be able to give us some information. What kind of contact? Yeah, who's the contact? Just a guy. I knew, old man. <laughs> of, of course I did. <laughs> okay, so what do you mean, just a guy? What are you, a cop? Don't worry about it. <laughs> that is a personal attack. <laughs> so, you have a contact there. I have a contact that I would like to go talk with um, that's at the church. Tommy boy, you got a contact? What do you think? Yes. <laughs> I figured since everybody else did. Well, mine aren't exactly 
you know, me and Jason got this guy over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, mine aren't exactly um, on the level, if you catch my drift. Ah, okay. That's my kind of scene there. Yeah, exactly. I figured you'd enjoy it. Why, why don't we go check him out? And you okay. guys can go check out his contact. Um, I think it, it might be dangerous to, you know, um, separate for a bit. You, you really want these two running around by themselves. I'm just thinking... Uh, Not particularly. Sniff the point. exhaust. His, his, <laughs> right. All right. his people might also be here. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, so Jason, do you have anything that can uh, help to, you know, hide our scent from these dogs? Or like a second magic sword that I could borrow? I'd like to see you try to swing a sword around. Um, like no, I, I don't have any of these things. Sorry. What, what, what did you bring? i'm not laughing i'm serious (laughs) so why don't we uh go visit tomaso's contact first and then we'll go to visit yours jason you guys are going to be real disappointed it's not anything special i promise who's your contact are we splitting up are we going together we're going together we are going together i'm not letting any of you out of my sight right now exactly we're having a family outing all together we'll go to one and then the other All right, let me go take care of our friend last night first, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll come with you. What, you get off watching me do this or something? No, I just want to take his wallet. I already have it right here. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Have you gone through the wallet yet? Yeah, what's in that? Not yet. I'm going to do it right now. (laughs) So I just spill it. One of the very first things that sends out to you is that There is an ID that says Jamestown Police. That is Detective Randall Alexander. Ah, shit, we often a UC. We didn't. I'm just going to make that clear. Yeah, that's a good point. We need to get rid of this car now. Guilty by association. How much cash is in that wallet, buddy? A fair amount, like 150 bucks. What, you need more boxes? Well, I was just thinking a little spending money wouldn't hurt. Well, we got all the spending money that you need, trust me. So, I'm curious, to you, what is spending money? Yes. It couldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, take oh, it. Well, let's talk about what we're going to do about this car first. We definitely got to dump that somewhere. Yeah, drive that into the river. I'm more concerned about getting rid of the corpse, okay? I'll handle that. The rest of you can put your genius minds together and figure well, it out. Well, hold on. You're able to disintegrate a body. Can you disintegrate a car? <laughs> That's a fair question. What the fuck do you think this is? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. No. So I know. I've heard that people can just spit their blood on the stuff and it just disintegrates. Is that how yours works? You guys saw me do it. You know how it works, okay? It works on flesh. So Tommaso leaves the tour bus where the rest of the coterie has gathered and is debating to dispose of the evidence of their transgressions. Now, just to be clear, this is something that Tommaso really does not enjoy doing. He has a whole thing about last rites for a corpse. Of course, since we're in a hurry this time, he's going to have to leave it and take care of it another time. He goes over to the detective's car, pops the trunk, pulls the body out, slings it over his shoulder, makes sure nobody's looking around, and he heads back to his trailer. Tommaso's trailer is just like all of the others, uh, very basically furnished with a bed, but it does block out light. There are thick curtains to make sure that nobody can see him while he's doing this. Drops the body 
on the floor of the trailer. It lands with a lifeless, heavy thud. So this power does require that Tommaso introduces his Vitae to the corpse. Ooh, so how do you do that? And I guess you also need to make a rouse check. Yep, and I'm going to go ahead and make that. I do not get hungrier. And with that, Tommaso is going to make a small slit in his wrist, pour it over the corpse very quickly. And as soon as it's introduced, the corpse begins to dissolve. Slowly melts away until it's just a pile of ashes. And with that, Tommaso walks outside, finds one of the nearby crew, taps him on the shoulder, and says, Could you get a janitor to come to my trailer? No questions. There's just a little bit of a ash pile that needs to be swept up. Right away, Mr. Bianchi. After Tommy disposes of the detective's body, we'll return to the Coterie aboard the Clear Visions tour bus where they're discussing their next moves. We find everyone gathered together in a nice, comfortable space with leather couches, heavy curtains, and darkly tinted windows that mostly block out the outside world. Okay. Can I make a roll of uh, Streetwise to see if I would know like where to look for a chop shop? I have Black Market. I also have Black Market. Yeah, we both have Black Market. <laughs> we might want to do that. I mean... I don't know what you guys have it. That would put me at four. Uh, four plus whatever the attribute is. I mean, we're both at four. Yeah, that yeah. would be four as well. Yeah. So I think that we're putting together a dice pool for this to see if you can find a chop shop that may relieve you of this vehicle. I think that we're going to do a little bit of a shared dice pool here because you each have the same number of dice in it, correct? Fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're in a new town that you don't know well, but Tommaso got kind of the lowdown on the area. Gordon has a contact in the area, but he'd probably have to speak with him first to see if he could find some information on this. Appropriate role is going to be intelligence streetwise, but I'm open to other roles. With black market, that gives me eight. <laughs> gives me that gives me six. Yeah, six. I think you better make it. Yeah. I think that Jason is the one to, to do this. Add a die to your pool for each of the people who is helping you. So just one. So it'd be nine. Oh. No, two. A yeah. die for each person helping. Oh. So that's yeah, a ten I think die we both, pool. Okay, we both so start ten. telling him places, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting to feel like... Uh, <laughs> you hear that? My hand's heavy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. Oh, Mr. Powerful over here. You're How many hunger like dice are in that? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Get the... How many dice? You've got one <laughs> hunger die in there, right? Yes. And he should have ten dice. Six, seven, eight. Successes. <laughs> Tesses, no crits, though. No crits. No crits, oh. no. In a pool of ten dice, you kind of expect him. That's yeah, okay. almost. All right. Not like we needed it. Eight successes. It was probably like two. (laughs) You've got a couple of places you can look, and I will leave this decision to you. The first place is Ridley's. Ridley's is a blue-collar bar near the operating plant of Vortex Industries. It does a roaring trade in all kinds of vices, and they could certainly find a place for you to dispose of this vehicle if you wish to. The next place you could look, as revealed to you by Mr. Gordon Fletcher, is the Church of the Blessed Hope of the Resurrection. That is where his priest contact lives. And this priest contact, it turns out, may not be keeping everything told to him in confession in confidence. So he probably knows a guy. And then lastly, the Down and Out Quick Mart. This is on the outskirts of town. It's an auto repair shop. They are kind of known for taking in... Problem is, number one, I don't think we should actually 
go near Ridley's or Vortex yet. Let them know that we're here and ready to do things. How confident, Spy Man, do you feel that your priest buddy will keep his yapper shut? What's wrong with Vortex? I don't want to get into it right now. I mean... They do seem to have the best resources. He is a... And that's for a reason. He's a snitch. Snitches only do one thing. They get stitches, yeah. Well, they talk, but sure. When I'm around, they get stitches or worse. I was going to say they get the bitches, but it's fine. <laughs> no, that, that may just be you. Oh, I'd never. So how about that, uh, mach- that shady mechanic on the, on the edge of town? See, the problem is, I feel like if we go there, we have to do our best to make sure that he doesn't know this is a cop car. That's easy enough. All right, if you feel good about it. I mean, we just have... Yeah. Gordon touch it again. That should Where'd probably Where'd that $150 disintegrate. go? <laughs> Ask him. I have no idea. He's got the deep pocket. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> hand it over. We're using that. I'll hand over $125. <laughs> you think we can't count? Where's the rest of it? I'm, I was going to spend it on, like, local Jamestown trinkets. Get one of your assistants to go out and buy trinkets. Cough it up. Okay, really, I was going to buy flowers for Rosetta because she seemed like she needed them. Cough it up. I'll remember this. Don't give it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to need to give more than that. I'll just say it. Well, don't, don't worry about that. How are we going? How are we getting there and how are we getting back? Uh, well, Obviously, we need to take two cars. Exactly. Yeah. I'll have Rosetta drive. She can come with. And, uh... Yeah, we'll just have somebody else drive the car. Maybe not Gordon. As much as I really want him to, I I think we need the car operational to get there. You you know what? One of you two drive it. I'm going to ride with Rosetta. She and I need to have a talk anyway. I'll supervise. All right. right, Looks like it's up to you, kid. Great. Oh, no, I'm not driving. Uh Oh, (laughs) I can't drive for shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. None of us can. Sure. I'll drive. No one has a single point in drive. (laughs) I, no, Gordon does, but he we don't want to destroy the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do, just not yet. To be fair, while I will enjoy it if Gordon drives the car again, you're probably not going to have to roll dice to do this. So you want me to drive? Yes. That we're, car there? Yeah, we're yeah. tailing you. I have an All interesting right. idea. Okay. Gordon, you work the pedals. Jason, sit on his lap and do the steering wheel. All right, Rosetta, <laughs> yeah, just follow us. Okay, I know the way. I need everyone who is not driving to make a wits plus awareness roll. Oh, I better do this anyway. Can I use my heightened senses? You can definitely do that. Can I give Jason tips on evasive driving techniques? You absolutely may. So you should have advantage if you have to do any kind of drive. (laughs) You might have to stop me from trying to take out my notebook to take notes. Three successes for me. Three successes. Two. Mm. I got five successes. Wow. Gordon and Clear Visions, you become aware that there is an unusually large number of vehicles with painted white or black with very little trim on them, very heavily darkened windows, and clean-shaven men there's a lot of unmarked police cars marking the edge of this camp. Bam. Actually, Jason, let's just leave the car here. Do you have a set crew that could, like, take it? Like, just... just I mean, we could just paint have... Paint it a different color? <laughs> we could just have Terrence drive it away and then get, like, a goober back. Yeah, I, I like that. We'll call 
and have parents drop it off there. So Rosetta punches <laughs> a button on the dash. You hear the call dialing. You hear it ring a little bit. You hear Terrence's voice come in. Yeah. What's going on, Mr. Visions? How can I help you? Hi, Terrence. Uh, thanks for accepting the call. I need you to be ready in about uh, 15, 20 minutes. We're going to drop off a car. Uh, we'll bring it right back. And um, we just need you to take it to the, what, the, the quick and dirty or the quick and dirt, dirt and out. What was it down called? Down and out. The down and out. Okay, Clean the, out your ears next time. Okay, the, the down and out. You know, uh, don't tell him who sent you. Say it was uh, some guy named George Clark or something. And uh, here, here, uh, uh, Rosetta, when Terrence gets here, give him this cash to give to the uh, the man at the counter. He'll mm-hmm. know what to do with it. Just slide the cash across the counter, put your finger on his lips and say, shh, that's all I got to do, Terrence. Just trust me. You don't have to do that last part. No, I trust you. You'll play it by ear. Later. Okay, Rosetta, hang up. Boop. Rosetta, that was great. You, you really did a lot of work in that conversation. I appreciate it. To set the scene, Rosetta's SUV is a late model luxury vehicle, richly appointed leather on the interior, very dark tinted windows capable of blocking out the brightest noonday sun, obviously made to ferry around VIPs like Clear Visions. The exterior is a glossy black, meticulously maintained, Rosetta pulls up. The coterie enters. Just because Jason wanted her to. Just thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I don't want you driving. Yeah, they took my license years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit up front with her. To describe her, she has very long, dark hair, uh, somewhat olive-colored skin, and her posture and composure is very calm and collected. She looks in the mirror, making eye contact with clear visions, and says, where to? All right, Rosetta, take us to the super late motel. I believe my guy's going to be there. You feel the car pull away. As you leave the parking lot surrounding the bluegrass horse park and campground, and at this very moment, Terrence chooses to make his break for it, You see the detective's car pull out, and almost immediately, four cars flash their lights, box him in, and pull Terrence over. Terrence, it was was nice knowing you. I know you were my driver for a good 12 years, and I just... You know, there there are quicker and easier ways to fire people. You know that, right? (laughs) Yeah, but I could never fire family. I'd rather just have somebody else do it. All right. He'd go to jail for you, right? I hope so. (laughs) Hey, guys. We're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by... Ben, playing Tommaso. Nick, playing Jason. And I'm Russell, and I play Gordon. And I'm Josh, playing Clear Visions. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small, independent show like ours to grow. We hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Game Night. Night.